Four minutes after seven o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of the show. My name is Kanyuma Kubani, right here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I mentioned earlier on in the show that tonight we're going to be having a couple that's been with us before. They have written a book entitled Choosing a Marriage Partner, Not a Trivial Decision. And they are not coming here for the first time. They've been here before. Melindate Malachi, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you very much, Kanye. How are you having us, Kanye? And thanks to the listeners. We good and yourself. I can see you guys are good. You even color coordinated here. (laughs) (laughs) This is truly saying the two shall become one. (laughs) But which one is it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a peachy type color. You know, I don't know who copied who. If 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 you if, if you uh, just know that we did not even talk about it. About it, it just mm-hmm. happened. Wow, we just find us <laughs> almost the same. That's awesome. Yeah. So the last time we were here, or you were here, we were chatting about your previous book, How to Make a Marriage Work, and. I believe after that, there was quite a big response from the listeners. There really was. Mm. We really thank you for the platform, but also for what God has done in people's lives. There was a a, a lot of interest generated, but further than that, there were a lot of testimonies that were coming. People saying, wow, this book, it's like you wrote it with us in mind. It answered us on a number of things. So we, we really... Appreciate mm. for that because the most important thing is that the weight, the message must reach the people out there. Yes. And through your platform, it did just that. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to hear that. Yeah, we're still receiving a lot of, uh, you know, testimonies to this day. And mm. uh, we really thank God to see that Amen. at least people are being impacted, people are being helped because that's our mission, that's our passion to see mm. families healing families you know growing and all that so we really thank god for that wonderful Mm. and then now you've written a new book which is focused on those who are intending Uh the intending (laughs) (laughs) entitled choosing a marriage partner Mm -hmm. now um, I was going through the book and reading the the chapters and I thought wow this is really taking it back to basics because there's a lot of misconceptions these days about how we get up to marriage Mm -hmm. you know I like the the titles you have the need to do a due diligence Mm -hmm. on your partner yes you must do a partner audit yes Yes. (laughs) diligence That's what has been lacking. Absolutely. Who is this person? Who is this person? And then I like the chapter where better than birds. You know, about the bird, the female bird throwing Mm -hmm. the stick. And if the male bird catches it, she flies even higher. And then she drops it again. If he catches it, she's impressed. And if she drops it from an even higher altitude, then she starts flying with him to say, I know this one is okay. You see, these days, we have met a lot of sad cases. Mm-hmm. Where you find somebody just because of love, people get love drunk, and they don't they don't care about uh, knowing this person's background. They just get married after a month or even a week, and uh, after some time, they realize that I don't even know this person. They begin to experience stuff, only to find out these things could have 
been dealt with. I could have known this person exactly and I wouldn't have even entered into this kind of marriage. Yes. Because, you know, people, especially the young people these days, they, they think feelings is everything and they just, just get into a marriage. They don't even know that this person is actually a cheat. They don't even know that this person is actually a crook. They don't know that this person is actually a criminal. I heard of a story where a lady got killed. He was killed by this guy. She was, she was uh, actually in touch with him when he was still in, in jail through WhatsApp and whatever. And when he came out of jail, he, she allowed him even to come and stay with her. Wow. And uh, after some time, um, she re he realized that she was actually in touch with other men through the phones. Mm. Then he lured her into some jungle and he killed her. Wow. She did not do the, what we call due diligence. So these kind of things were trying to help people realize that marriage is a serious decision. It's a serious um, relationship. We don't just get into it without really knowing the kind of person you are getting to marriage with. Alright, so first things first, do a due diligence on your partner. If you're sitting with your partner right now, turn around, look at them and ask yourself, do I know this person? Mm -hmm. And also, you know, there's something that sounds like a joke there e -e, under the same chapter, chapter one, where we say Google him or her. And you know that practically there are people who took this advice seriously, went into Google and went uh, into other social media like Facebook and all that, went into Google, put a person's name, and someone discovered that this person is married. Hebo? Yes. Mm. And I know of pastor friends that when they were at the altar mm. about to marry somebody of Somebody will appear and say, how do you marry my husband off to somebody else? Last year, right in Pretoria, there was an incident yes. where a pastor was about to marry people. They came for about two weeks or so to do counseling, counseling yes. codes because two weeks is not really counseling. It's what we call marriage tips. Because there's not <laughs> enough time mm. to really counsel people mm. they, in a meaningful way that uh, they can take a break and pause and, and interrogate the issues that arise and be able to deal with them uh, effectively. So they went for two weeks and after that, the lady had, everything was there. I remember that the cake had to be given to mm. be eaten by the children at Sunday school because on that Friday night, the wife of the man came from outside the province and said, what kind of a church is this where you just take other people's husbands and marry off to, their, to your members? So researching is very important. People say, I trust him based on what? Based on nothing, based on my feelings. doesn't work that way. Whether you meet them in church church is full of people that just go for different reasons mm. so the fact that someone is within the four buildings of the church doesn't mean that uh, oh I saw him in church then it means he's okay no people have to do due diligence people have to google google 
If someone says I'm coming from Venda, get friends, Google, go you know to Venda, go to get a pastor that you trust in the area, go and visit. If the person is saying I'm a member of this church, go and go and speak to the pastor. Do you know this person? There's, there's no shame in it. If people were doing due diligence, I think half the problems that people are experiencing after they are married, married will be solved. So let's get into the contents of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I like about it, it's not a big book, mm-hmm. so you can go through it, you can read. It's got seven chapters. The first chapter is your marriage partner can make or break your life. Mm-hmm. Chapter two, we should be better than birth, mm-hmm. which I've alo- mm-hmm. uh, alluded to. What drives you? That's a there big one. Mm-hmm. Praying for a life partner is mm-hmm. chapter four. Mm-hmm. Chapter five is criteria for choosing a marriage partner. Mm-hmm. Chapter 6, Don't Try This at Home. Ooh. <laughs> yes. And the last chapter is, 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 is courtship. I don't want to go in a, in, in, in a sequence. Um, I want to, to, to start with what drives you. And this mm-hmm. is really the driving factors on why people get married. Yeah. And people don't get married for the same reasons. Yes. Some are getting married for great reasons, but others not and you talk about the different pressures mm-hmm. and the first uh, pressure you talk about is sexual pressure mm-hmm. let's start there mm-hmm. most people when they want to get married it's it's mostly because of they say they they they, they don't want to to have sex outside marriage but some of them unfortunately find that they're already having sex out of marriage and they want to legitimize it it's, it's it's not a noble reason to get married. Because, for example, if somebody cannot control himself or she can control herself before marriage and feels like you want, you, one can live without a, a person of the opposite sex, if there's no self-control, even in marriage, you find that people can't control themselves. You find that somebody is married today and a week after marriage they're already cheating. Because this person just can't control themselves. Of course, the Bible says, Paul says in the book of First Corinthians chapter 7, that if you are not married, you're young, or you're already old, and you realize that you're old, and you cannot you know, control yourself, mm-hmm. get married. But make sure that you get married. You don't just get married because you're already messed up, and you want to just legitimize your mess. There must be self-control before that. And when you realize that I don't want to uh, to get into sin, then you get married. There's nothing wrong with it. But sex itself does should not be the motivating factor mm. because there's more to marriage than yes. just sex. Mm-hmm. Yes. There will be yes. times when sex will be irrelevant in a marriage, but still you must be able to enjoy your marriage. You must be able to connect with somebody, just not only at a sexual level. You must be able to to have, be intimate with the person, you must be having the same values, you must be able to discuss issues, you agree on issues, laugh, and all that, even where there's no sex. So sex should not be the only thing, although it is important in marriage. We talk about parental pressure, parents putting pressure on their children. Hey, you're old now. When are you going to give me grandchildren? Mm. You know, uh, your brothers and sisters are married. What's wrong with you? And then a person feels, okay, let me just do this just to get my parents off my back. Yeah, and and, and that's terrible. Mm. 
uh, it could be your parents biologically or even spiritual parents eh? yeah I know of quite a young a, a lot of young people that said you know my pastor was breathing down my neck until I felt like there's something wrong with me I have to get married or biological parents they do that as you've just said I'm getting old I don't want to die before I see my grandchildren and all that it's it's okay to get married we are parents we mm-hmm. want children mm-hmm. we want them to get married it's an exciting thing but yes. no child should just get married for the sake of making the parents happy because when that marriage is based only on that and it breaks you'll break your parents heart much more than if you were never married at all mm. so you 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 need to be able to manage it you know to be able to laugh about it without allowing the pressure to get to you to be able to say uh, well i'm not ready right now and uh, like i always say that sometimes you find the parents even saying even to ladies when are you getting married and you ask okay mm-hmm. this is a woman mm. is she being told to go out and propose and look for guys or whatever and also the issue of parents saying you are running out of time whose time whose time because you can read from genesis to revelation you will never find a single scripture that says at this particular age you have to get married there is no such so you you have to 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 be able to be mature to resist the pressure respectfully but saying no my parents I'm not yet ready I still have to find Mr. or Miss Wright I still have to do one two three in my life I still have to pray I still you need to to give them your priorities and say not now in due time and be comfortable with it Mm. Now, you also talk about economic pressures, you talk about peer pressure, and I'm not going to get into those because I want to to also open the lines. But before I I, I do that, I also want us to to talk about this chapter here that you, you, you mentioned about don't try this at home. You will consider the following categories at your own risk. So in other words, these are your stay away lists. The no-nos. The no-nos. Mm-hmm. And I also just want to run through them. You've got the habitual liar. Mm-hmm. So check a person and their levels of honesty. Mm-hmm. The roving eye. Yes. For both men and women, just yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think mm-hmm. that only men have a roving oh, eye. No. no, no, no. Women also have a roving mm-hmm. eye. Mm. Mama's baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, the boy that's still cleaving to his mother a little bit too much. Holding on to the apron strings. Yeah. Never letting go. <laughs> You've got the abuser. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've got the control freak. Mm-hmm. You've got the rude partner. Mm-hmm. You've got the angry, angry partner. partner. Mm-hmm. Does he or she have an unacceptable baggage? Mm-hmm. Let's just stay here for a while. Baggage, bring baggage into the marriage. I mean, people go through stuff. People experience different things in life. And a person may come into a relationship already having quite a history. Mm-hmm. How does a person leave their baggage behind and move into the marriage without discrediting the fact that I went through that? There's a quotation. I don't know if you want to start there, honey. Yeah, every person has got a, a, a history. Yes. Of course. But every person does have a future at the same time. The reason why we are saying 
we shouldn't marry somebody with baggage. We're saying, is the baggage, according to you, acceptable? Do you think you'll be able to deal with it? Why we're saying this is because you find that somebody, for example, marries a, a woman with children, and he doesn't say that he's having problems with these children. But when they get, after they're married, when they're experiencing problems, he begins to say, no, your children, this, your children, that. We're saying that if there are certain things about your prospective partner that you feel that you cannot accept, you can't deal with, for example, you, can't, you don't want to marry somebody with having children, for example, nobody forces you. Just tell the person that, okay, I would marry you, but I don't think I can deal with the issue of your children. Mm-hmm. Rather than marry the poor woman, only to come and give her problems and make her unhappy just because of the eight children. We are saying, look at the kind of baggage that is there, whether you'll be able to manage that mm-hmm. before you say you are going to marry the person. The same applies to the, the woman. If, for example, the man is having some other baggage, we are saying, look at that. Don't just say, ah, Maybe after our marriage, you know, this will not be an issue. If it's an issue now, deal with it so that going forward, you know that you are on the same slate. You know that you are able, you are going to be able to live well together and not frustrate each other just because of your past. Yeah. I have an SMS here. Uh, the, <laughs> I have one that's very funny and I think it comes from a guy, but very true at the same time. Uh, it's an untitled, SMS. It says, okay. women force us into marriage. Why can't we date for 20 years like Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one. Why do you date for 20 years? And then if after 20 years you decide that you don't want to marry this woman, what about the 20 years that you wasted for that poor woman? Mm-hmm. For God's sake, no, there has to be a balance. <laughs> it's because the woman doesn't want to. But actually... It's it's a good thing for a woman to say after, actually I think maybe when you look at the book you see that the last chapter speaks about courtship and dating, be, and yeah. dating where we, we are not necessarily dealing with the nitty gritties thereof, but we are saying courtship is when you engage someone in a loving relationship with the intention to get married. And when should this intention be spoken about. I mean, does the guy approach the woman to say, I have an intention to marry you? Can we court? Or does the intention develop over time? Sometimes you, 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 you become friends. I mean, you start off as friends and you can see that uh, you are quite comfortable, you are happy together until you pop the question and say, you know what, actually, I do want to, to marry you. But after that, still, it doesn't mean that you are getting married immediately. You continue to to study each other. You say, God willing, I think, yeah. like you, I think if we agree, if everything is okay, I think we are going to get married. And from there you continue to engage each other, study each other, find out whether you, you, you are going to, to, to be happy together. And at the same time, of course, as a Christian, you'll be praying. Yeah. It's not just a matter mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, you are using your... Your, your carnal mind, your, 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 your eyes mm-hmm. to see and all that. You are busy consulting the one that is created, the one who loves you, the one who would like to see you being happily married and being happy in life in general. And then 
as time goes on, you said, okay, I think we 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 are on the same page here. Then with she agrees, and then you then you say we are going to get married, and then you can tell all of us that we must prepare ourselves for the wedding. Let's take some calls. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Let's start in Mbomalanga and say good evening to Martin. Hello, good evening. Hi, Martin. Hello, media. Yes. The program is so nice. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. And I don't know what to say because I'm a victim of the program you're discussing. I met I met the lady not quite long ago, and Martin, can you switch off your radio for me? All right, thank you. Okay, just switch it off, and then we can uh, continue. Hi, Martin. All right. While Martin switches off his radio, let me just invite calls on 0891-104-207-0891-104-207. Are you back with us, Martin? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. All right, yeah. So I just met a lady not quite long ago, and uh, when you met her, I told her that actually I'm not ready to get married, and and I don't want to get into trouble. There's a lot of things that we're supposed to know from each other. And then she informed the parents, and the father used to put a lot of pressure on me until finally I decided to go and get her married. I did almost everything that I'm supposed to do traditionally, but... Let me tell you, Sissy, I have just been regretted. Because after I went into the guest home and then made um, feasibility studies, I could see that actually I'm going into a mess. Mm. Let me tell you, my dear, even the day that the marriage was taking place, I have to pay for the food in the house. After buying almost everything that was required for me, I have to pay for the food and almost everything in the house. So, I have forget it. Even the day that the lady was going to get married, I did not go there myself. I made my brothers and my family to go, and I was living somewhere in hotel. So, it's a problem. It's a problem. Sometimes the parents are forcing their own daughters. Mm. This girl has put a lot of pressure on me. Initially, I was in love. I told her that it was early. Don't let us rush for anything. But the parents couldn't take it. All right. They rushed maybe, maybe because of my, um, my status, where I'm working, or maybe the thoughts I've got money and whatever. Okay. I have Martin, I'm going to ask you to, to um, wrap it up there. And Ndate, Rufus, and Mekoni are going to note. We've got quite a lot of callers also waiting all on right. the line. So they'll just uh, note all of your uh, comments and questions, and then they will respond to you. Thank you very much, Martin, for being in touch with us. 0891-104-207. 0891-104-207 is the number you can use to reach us here in the studio. Cornelius in the Eastern Cape, good evening. Hi, Cornelius. Hello, man. How are you? Good, thank you. Man, um, uh, the one of the I think I wait, I wait. This is too mad for marriage. The English they they one one problem. They most of the young people now, the young guys now, they take advantage to the to the to the to the ladies. 
Okay, Cornelius, I'd love to hear your story properly, but I'm going to need you to call us back on a, a, a nicer line, a clearer line, because right now we're just struggling to, to hear you. 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207. Carol in Durban, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hi, thank Carol. You lovely, thank you for a lovely program. I'll just be brief. Um, I got married for a second time and had children on both sides of the, of the picture. Um, but I never at the time took enough time to evaluate the circumstances on both sides. And children, unfortunately, from two different families, two different mothers and fathers, are very manipulative. And if the marriage isn't strong enough at the very beginning between the two partners and they haven't discussed the children at length or in depth, those children actually cause more destruction in the marriage than anything else. And at the time, one's bowled over was perhaps being in love for the wrong reason. Mm. Okay. Thank you, Carol. 0891-104-207, Moses in Pretoria. Good evening. Good evening, how are you? Very well, thank you, Moses. Yeah, I just want to thank God for this couple. Mm-hmm. For, for the great work God is using them to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, if I should talk about the book or I should talk about the writers. Um, well, uh, we, were, we were more hoping that you would be um, engaging them in terms of your own situation or something that you wanted to ask or something that you wanted to comment on. Okay, uh, briefly... Um, I just want to um, appreciate them for the book that is written because uh, it's really helping us in our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, because many churches do not have the opportunity to uh, to counsel those who are proposing or those who are planning to get married. And these days, we have a lot of divorces going on around. Uh, but I have read the book. I'm even part of the people selling the book. Uh, I just want to say... God bless you. Uh, at the same time, I want to ask if we want to get the book more, especially out of the country, what should we do? Because we realize that it's not only for South Africa, it could be for other nations. So what do we do? How do we get it on time? All right. Thank you, Moses. We'll also be posing that question to them. 0891-104-207. Kelvin in Pretoria, good evening. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. Good. Uh, may, I, may I greet Mama Kony and, uh, and, and Mr. Rufus? Yes. Thank you very yes. much. Greetings Thanks, to you. Kelvin. How are you, man? Good, and you? Yeah, I know you may you may not remember me. You remember you preached at my wedding at Pastor Faith in uh, last wow. November when I, when I was getting married to Landy. I remember now, mm. Mr. Kumalo. Okay, Mr. Kumalo. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Well, yeah. Then. No, we. I'm 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 feeling so delighted to hear what is happening and the the work that you are doing. And my calling in is just to try and encourage people to buy your books because. You've been so helpful to us, and uh, we believe that uh, what we are lacking in South Africa is marriage guidance. And when mm-hmm. we have people like you, one can only call in and tell the people, please listen to what these people are putting up before the, uh, the eyes of the world, especially to the saints in the Christianity world. All you right. know, I really want, I really want to thank you so much. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much, Mr. Kumalu. We appreciate. 
Thanks, Calvin. Let's go to Donald in the Northwest. Good evening, Donald. Good evening. How are you? Very well, thank you, sir. All right, thank you. Now, it's been an interesting subject. Mm. Yeah, I listened to it all together, but at least now, I just thought maybe uh, love or marriage is not like a textbook material. Yeah, it all depends on what it is that you're facing. But in an essence, what I've realized is that in many cases, there's more of the partner that when they marry to each other, they love, they marry out of love. But instead of loving each other, in a marriage environment, then it tends to become a war zone. So in that essence, accordingly, then I realize that sometimes marriage increases the tendency of jealousy in either party. And by so doing, it creates a lot of conflict. Whereby before the marriage, the party understand each other better, and then the subject or the questions of whether the partner can date for longer with an intention to marry, I think that is the one with which it can stand for reasons that when people do not have the power to fight anymore, mm-hmm. then they can settle better. But yeah, you know, uh, at an early age, definitely it's just a chaos. I mean, that's my view. That's my opinion. Mm, thank you very much for your opinion there. Pastor William, good evening. Yes, good evening to you. Yes, thank you very much for being with us. You are welcome. I just want to say thank you for that uh, powerful book. And uh, there are a few things that I would like even to just comment on that one. I I believe that the, the, the most problem that we are having today, you know, in the marriages and there are a lot of... Uh, a lot of divorces today, I think it's because of the motive, you know, I like that point of the book that most of the young people today, they've got a wrong motive in as far as, you know, getting married is concerned. And the, 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 the issue is a lot of people, they have got this pressure of sex to say, they have got a focus, say, no, I'm getting into marriage, I want, you know, to enjoy my wife or I want to enjoy my man. You know, that's the only problem. And if that is the focus or that is the motive, then you, because when they get into marriage, they find, into marriage, they find that the things that they are looking for, they don't get them, you know, like the, 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 the pressures that were there, they find that it's no longer there, and you find that it's becoming a problem. So thank you very much uh, for, for, for that powerful book, and we believe that a lot of young people are going to read it, and they are even going to find it uh, more important to them. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, uh, Pastor Williams. Let's go to Mpo in Pulugwane. Good evening, Mpo. Uh, thank you, Sister Lady. Yes. Yes, I got cut off earlier. Mm. In your studios, got my brother and my sister. They know me very well. Mm-hmm. My my contribution is on falling in love. Okay. Uh, I think this is the aspect that uh, we have to workshop our our youth very much <clears throat> because falling in love is a problem. People base their uh, their marriage on falling in love, not the other aspects that uh, Os- uh, Oskoni and uh, Woodrufas are talking about in that book. Yes. Now, the problem with falling in love is you can fall in love even with a mad person. Just like the word says, falling. In other words, when you fall, you are not in control. <laughs> so you you have to find a balance and so that when you get in there, I call it a business decision. So that as you get into marriage, you treat it like a business. I'm bringing this, they are bringing that. 
and we are putting this together for the better of the uh, of the whole uh, marriage itself. That is my contribution. Do not base your marriage on falling in love because it's dangerous. You can even fall in love with a mad person. You are not in control. <laughs> All right, Mpo, thank you very much. Saying be level-headed, be sober-minded. Don't just use emotion. I like that point. Well, uh, Melinda, our, our listeners coming from so many different perspectives. We've also got the SMSs that are coming in. But I just want to give you a chance to respond to our listeners. I think I would love to start by uh, responding to Martin. It's Martin, yes, who's been forced into the marriage and he's so miserable because he was under a lot of pressure. Yes. And I think he said even on his wedding he was sitting at a hotel mm-hmm. and sent other people to get married on his behalf. Mm. Shame. Uh, it, it's terrible. I, I, I just wish that uh, he could have been bolder. To say because basically it's what we said in the book that don't allow yourself to be pressured into marriage. Yes. If you're not sure, stay out. There's a statement in the book where we are saying it's better to break a courtship than a marriage because there's no way where the word says that a God hates a, a courtship breakage. The, the whole purpose of a, a period of courtship is to get to a point where you, you decide is this a relationship that can result in marriage or we shouldn't? So it's a pity that it happened and there's nothing we can say except to say maybe you need to get our book that says making your marriage work because once you are inside Martin, all you have to do is to make it work. That's why marriage is not trial and error. You can't go in and out. So once you're inside, what we do, we help you get counseling, get uh, godly people, wise people that are committed to marriage, whose marriage, uh, whose understanding of marriage is sound and biblical. Let them help you. You can still salvage that marriage because you're already inside. There's nothing you can do about it. But I want to skip love. You'll, you'll pick those that I did not touch okay. because I wanted to talk uh, in, in response to Carol, Carol mm-hmm. is in a second marriage, yes. and there are children from both uh, unions, and she's saying children can become a problem. I just wanted to help with that uh, a little bit to say the problem is not the children. The Bible is very clear in Psalm 127, children are a blessing from the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And he says, blessed is the man that's got a quiver full of them. That's serious stuff about being blessed. The problem actually is that the children become victims. So in, in her case, when one has been widowed, when you've been divorced, when you've had children in whatever manner, whether in or outside marriage, take time. That's part of the baggage that we're talking about in the book. Sit down and talk to this person about the reality of raising somebody else's children. How are we going to do it? How are we going to discipline the children? How are we going to take care of the children? How everything, and those are things that you need to deal with where you get a snag. Then you go for premarital counseling. Actually, people with baggage have to. It's not optional. Whereas everybody has to, when it comes to those that come with one form of baggage or another, 
it is a must. Unfortunate, when people are drunk by feelings of love and are highly emotional, like they are on a high, they, they think that the issues that need to be dealt with do not matter. We love each other. All you need is love. No, it doesn't work that way. All you need is guidance of the Holy Spirit, prayer, and a sober mind. You have to do due diligence. You need to get all the help you can so that the issues that may possibly destroy your marriage are dealt with before you are empowered with relevant tools to make sure that you know how to deal with those situations when they arise. Mm-hmm. In uh, Donald says uh, marriage becomes a war zone yes. once people get married. It's because the reason why we are talking about helping Christians, you know, we cannot take God outside marriage, out, out, out of a, a marriage. Any marriage where people do not honor God, where they do not, you know, you know, where they are not guided by the word of God, it becomes a war zone. You have to understand the word of God says there is an enemy of marriage. Yes. It says the, the devil is our adversary mm. of Christians and therefore also of marriage is always roaring like a lion. Yes. Seeking whom to devour. He's also always looking for a marriage to destroy. So we have to be aware of that. Therefore, that's why we're talking about getting into marriage with God, being led by God through the principles of the word of God. And therefore, you'll be able to identify when the enemy is making your marriage become a war zone. You, you have to realize that this person is the very same person that was so nice to me. We are just having challenges here. We have to know how to deal with our challenges. This is not the enemy. That's what I wanted to to answer Donald. And I want to ride on your horse right there about uh, what Donald said. He said that marriage increases jealousy and conflict. People can quote for long. They, they, there won't be any problem until they get married. Uh, another thing, Donald, is that when you get married, you have to have made a decision that you are going to get married and there are things that are going to change. When you get married, you know that some of the relationships with your friends of the opposite sex will have to change. So when you are married, it's not like the jealousy increases. It's a matter of now things have to change and you want to remain and live your life as a single person. When you are now married, there are things that just have to change simply because you chose to get married. So it's not a marriage that increases the jealousy. It's only that some of the things have to change. Let me just run through some of the SMSs that have come in before I, I let you go. One is saying, Sis Kanye, my church discourages courtship. If you want to marry, you just see a pastor and the pastor calls the lady for you and it's done. Okay, and this is anonymous. I'd love to know what church is that. You know, it makes it sound very simple. Another one asks, um, if you don't like sex, is it wise to get married? Um, and then another uh, un- un- unsigned SMS says, who says women can't be mama's babies? They are worse mama's babies. Okay. <laughs> are you saying uh, that perfect hum? Are you saying that there are perfect human beings on earth? Never. 
That's mm-hmm. one SMS coming in. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kanye. Okay, that's another one. It's got nothing to do with this. Uh, one says, guys, do you remember the song Take Time to Know Her? Mm-hmm. Don't rush. Type by all means to know her before you introduce her to your parents. Life is too long to make careless mistakes. This comes from Maine. Senyo in Pretoria says, please contract this couple to come to the program every week. <laughs> <laughs> But really, Thank that's you just for the way, kind words anyway. What I'm not saying. <laughs> um, but I think an interesting one that I'd like to talk about is that you also mentioned the book, Take Time to yes. the Song. Yes. You actually have the lyrics, the lyrics yeah. of mm. the song. So, yes. Menji, they are aware of that. Yes. And then, in terms of time, take time to know her. Some people get married for after three months and it's right for them. Others, after three years and it's right for them. After, others, after ten years and it's right for them others after a month and it's right for them 25 years later they're still happily married is there a formula per se there's no formula the fact is that you need to know that you at least know this person you can't take three three months really i mean it all depends also is it a is it a long distance relationship how often do you see each other do you really if you see each other once per month or once in six months you can't say you know this person but really, 10 years, 20 years, I don't think so. Too long. It's, that's too long, definitely. <laughs> we can't prescribe how long, but really, we, we just feel that, we just think it's right to have enough time. What to be enough time for me may not be enough time for ne- the, the other person. I took about how long? Was it a year or two? Mm-hmm. 18 that months, was, my friend. 18, 18 months. months. That was enough for, my, for me. I, can, I can't impose that on the next person, but at least I was happy that yeah. at least I know this person. We can get married. And to help you, my love, the, as you say, there's no specific time, but what uh, happens is that you need to have spent enough time together and you need to have interrogated all the issues. You know, you should have gone for premarital counseling. If you, you go there and uh, you get a, a counselor that is available for you, that you can do at least a minimum of six sessions and then they can squeeze them for you and you feel, no, there are no major issues. Good. But the most important thing is that one of prayer. Amen. You know, we take it very lightly. I know there are people that will travel to a place and see someone and the Holy Spirit says definite. I don't mean people who lie and try to play big spiritual. I mean someone hearing the Holy Spirit saying, this is your wife or this is your husband. Yes. And you know that you know that you heard from the Lord. From the those, are, you know. those are exceptional cases. Mm. And we do not say they don't happen. They happen. I know quite a, a, a few people that say the Lord said this is the one mm. and I knew that I know you know when Paul says I know that I know mm. and then you know then that's okay mm. go ahead all you need to do is just to 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 do a due diligence here and there just to confirm that what you had really aligns with the purpose of God Amen. and with the reality mm. and then you go for it but that one of the church that discourages a uh, courtship I think that um, that is terrible uh, the, the church can only lay down guidelines for the courtship because there are people that say they are in courtship when they are living in sin, they are living carelessly, they are bringing, bringing disrepute to the name of Christ because 
they they caught naked. Someone said courting naked. Their courtship is not covered by the principles of God. Then the church will be wary, and someone will be saying, "I'm in courtship with Kanye. I'm in courtship with Connie." And then with ten other people at the same time, checking so, which one will work. Yes. So yes, the churches put work. those those uh, uh, guidelines because they are avoiding that. But really, don't get married to someone that you never spend time with. The only principle is spend time in public, Amen. in the open, where you are not going to be compromised uh, and, and be tempted to fall into sin. But really do yourself a favor. Do spend time and get to know the person. Don't just say, my chest says, I must just say yes, and then tomorrow I'm married. Okay. Because it's not the pastor, it's not me and Malachi that will come and live with you you are going to have to work out that marriage alone. Thank you so much. Let me read out the the contact points, the, the emails that you can use to reach uh, Melinda Day. Connie Malaji, Malaji spelled M-A-L-A-T-J-I, at Marriage Works, works with an X at the end. So marriage, W-O-R-X, dot C-O dot Z-A, Rufus Malachi at Marriage Works with an X at the end, dot C-O dot Z-A, or you can also email admin at marriageworks.co.za.